Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hey everyone, today I'm talking with Precious Rogers about how she helps businesses rock Pinterest. Presh is a Pinterest marketing expert, or Pinterest badass for short, and she helps established and badass online coaches, service providers, content creators, and podcasters jumpstart or enhance their Pinterest marketing strategies to skyrocket their visibility with and without Pinterest ads. Welcome, Precious. Hey, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. I'm excited. I always love doing these. So how did you get on this entrepreneurial journey and where you are today? Yeah, so I started out as a general virtual assistant, and that's because for that, I was an English teacher in South Korea. And when I moved back, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my corporate job. I have an IT background. I have a master's and a bachelor's in IT. And I was like, I'm going to work for Google. I'm going to do all these things. And then I was like, I really don't want like this nine to five, only two weeks of vacation life. I really want to just have my own life to travel when I want to, especially because I had traveled a lot after I left Korea and I knew I didn't want to really be tied down. So I had heard about being a virtual assistant and I thought it was just going to be something pretty simple. I had no idea about this whole online space life and businesses until I got in it. And then I was like, oh, people are having like actual businesses that they're building. And that's how I pretty much started. And my first client is how I got into Pinterest. I loved it. And I really just grew from there. That's cool. So what do you like most about what you do? I love really being able to, when it comes to Pinterest, I love being able to talk about it, teach it to those who really do not know how Pinterest can really help their business. And they're stuck on using those, the normal marketing strategies like Instagram, Facebook. And when they hear about Pinterest, it's just like a light bulb goes off when they realize it's a search engine. It's not a normal social media platform. It's a long-term strategy. And I love really seeing people understand how they can use it for their business and really get started. And for me, I love working or I love, I love like the underdog. And that's how I see Pinterest as the underdog. So it's, for me, it's exciting to really get people excited about Pinterest. It's fun too, because it's almost like this hidden gem because you put something on there and it has this long lifeline too. Like it's not just short-lived. Right. It's there. Like as long as your website or wherever you're hosting the content is still there, it's there. It's a search engine. Yeah. It's pretty cool. (laughs) So are there any common mistakes that you're seeing clients make? Yes. (laughs) Usually (laughs) they are excited about getting on Pinterest and then they start using Pinterest or they want to use Pinterest in a way that's similar to how they use other social networks or social platforms. And then I have to go back and say, though there are social aspects to Pinterest, it's not a social media network. It's a search engine. So you're going to use it differently. You're not going to post once a day. You're not going to really go and engage with people. It's not about you. It's about your content. So a lot of times they're so focused on how they market on other platforms that they think it's going to be the same, or they think they have to do the same things and it's completely different. And then they don't do like the foundational aspects. So because it's a search engine, it's very important to do your keyword research because keywords is how people find you on Pinterest. If you don't keyword your content, they cannot search for it and find it. So a lot of people will put like a normal caption like they will put on Instagram and it's no, you have to actually put a keyword description for people to find those pins. 
Yeah. Kind of more like YouTube type of thing. Yes. It's because YouTube is also a search engine, (laughs) (laughs) which a lot of people forget until you're like, you put stuff into the search bar and you find it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah." that's that's usually the worst reaction for Pinterest too. They're like, oh yeah, you put something in a search bar. Exactly. (laughs) So who would be like your ideal client? So for me, my ideal client is usually someone who is creating content. When it comes to Pinterest, you have to be creating content if you're going to use it organically because it's a search engine and you're putting content that you have already created onto the platform and you're pinning it. If you don't have content or you're not creating content, then you have nothing to put onto Pinterest to drive traffic to. So it's someone who is usually creating content a few times a month so they can drive traffic to. So it doesn't have to be that normal, typical like blog content. It can be video content because you can drive traffic to YouTube. You can also put those YouTube videos on your website to drive traffic to podcasters because you're usually creating a podcast every week. Even if you're doing videos on other platforms like Instagram, because I do IGTV videos that I repurpose to YouTube and my website that I drive traffic to. So you just have to be creating content on a consistent basis. So you have something to drive traffic to, and then you have to have a funnel because it's not just about getting the traffic. It's about converting that traffic to your special something. So whether that's more email signups, whether there's people in your courses, more podcast downloads, you have to know once they get on Pinterest and they click on your pin, what is the next step that you need them to take in order to actually capture them to do what you want them to do next. And that's not just driving, like putting a pin and driving it to like a blog post and thinking that you're going to just magically get email signups because no, you need to actually drive them probably to like your lead magnet or something that's going to capture the email. Yeah. So definitely have a funnel and definitely be creating content are like two of the things that I want my ideal client to have. Or for me, have those things in the works because I work with a lot of clients who are in the very beginning stages of figuring out how to get on Pinterest. So do you help them come up with content ideas or do you just take already made content and then put it on Pinterest? So for them, I help them like plan out the type of content. So I call it creating Pinterest worthy content. So we kind of dive into the content they're already creating and then we figure out how they can make it Pinterest worthy. So if they're creating podcasts, it's okay, this is what you need to do. You need to put those podcasts on your website. You need to set up your show notes this way so that it's keyworded and searchable and SEO friendly and those things so that it makes sense when it's going on Pinterest or if you're like a YouTuber or you create a lot of Instagram content, it's like, how are we going to take this content from Instagram and make it Pinterest worthy? Same thing, like a lot of content like TikToks and Reels are really great for Pinterest and people are not utilizing them. So that's what I help them see how they can make their content Pinterest worthy. And then of course, we also either go through their funnels to make sure their actual Pinterest sales funnels, because that can be different from your regular funnels and then going through and or outlining them if you do not have funnels yet. Oh, okay. So how do you get in front of your ideal client? So for me, it's, I've gotten most of my clients, I would say referrals these days, but some of them come from Instagram. I'm pretty, I wouldn't say, I don't think I'm popular. I might be, but as far as a Pinterest person, my Instagram, I like to say my Instagram is popping. It's very fun. It's very my personality. So it's really a good place for people to see me and, and get in contact with me there. But a lot of times people say, I heard about you from someone or Sometimes I found you in a Facebook group, like I'm in a few paid Facebook groups, so I get clients that way too. But majority, I feel like someone recommended me to someone. Okay, cool. 
So what are the couple of big goals that you're looking to achieve in the next one to two years? So for me, it's definitely I want to grow my boutique agency. I say boutique because I don't want it to get too big. I don't think I want maybe three to four Pinterest managers to do the management side of Pinterest for me. Maybe one or two Pinterest ads people under me. But nothing like huge where I'm like, I have a team of 25. I mean, who knows in a couple of years, but right now I'm like a small boutique agency as far as Pinterest, because I can't do it all. And then I also want to get more speaking engagements because I love teaching and training about Pinterest. And so those are like my two main things is to really have that become like a mainstream of my income. So my, I don't know if you know about strength, your like strengths, like top strengths and all that stuff or like Gallup strength finders. I'm one of my top domain is influencing. So I love like talking and teaching and training. So I want to do more of that. That's fun. So have you thought about putting a course together? Or do you have a course together on that? Or I have I have a mini digital product in the works. And that alone made me think, wow, a course is going to take six months to build out. So maybe that might be an early 2022 goal. But right now, once I realize this is not as easy as it seems, oh, you just create the content. I love creating videos. So it's, oh, I just got to do that. But it's no, you need like all this other stuff behind it. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. So <laughs> that's a goal. I probably will hire someone to help me <laughs> actually do it because I think it's a lot more than what the surface level is of creating a course, especially I'm an Enneagram three and I am kind of a perfectionist a little bit. So it's, it's going to have to be a certain way before I'm like, oh, I can just release this course. No, it has to be like almost perfect in my head. <laughs> Was it imperfect perfection is not a thing? <laughs> I know, it's a hard. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to your goal about building your team, how would that change your business? For me, it just allows me to really make larger impact on other business owners and really empower them to be on Pinterest because that gives me more time to do my favorite thing, my, my signature offer, which is my Pinterest VIB days. B for badass, very important badasses. And that's where I sit down and spend time in my Pinterest soiree. We call it an intimate Pinterest party where I teach people how to use Pinterest on and off the platform. So that for me, that's what I want to focus on more. And so having a team will help me to be able to do more of those while my team can actually still continue to support those who do not maintain their Pinterest themselves. It could also give you the opportunity to have some downtime or have some vacation or... Yes, that's always a, a good thing. Yeah, I really want to be able to take off two, three or a month of time and say, oh, well, my team is still like working with the, our ongoing clients and maybe I'm not doing anything particular this month, but there's still people helping and helping others grow their business and um, using Pinterest. So yeah, that'd be nice. Eh? Yes. <laughs> what do you feel might be your top roadblock? I think right now it's the things that used to be the easiest are not as easy anymore. It's not that they're not easy. It's that I, they're on the bottom of the, the list of things to do, but they're things that I need to do. But because I'm so doing more things in my business now that as I grow, I have to put those things off and I don't get those done as much because it's like, oh my God, I don't feel like doing those because now they feel draining, even though six months ago they were easy. So I think for me, it's just 
that's one of the things. So I have to outsource more and yeah, that's really what it is. Just outsourcing more. <laughs> kind of removing that bottleneck. Yes. So with everything that you've achieved other than being, having a bottleneck, <laughs> do you feel like, what do you feel like sort of big challenge? That's really a part of it too. <laughs> I also think the biggest challenge is always staying, staying consistent probably and figuring out how to get to the next level. Because once you hit a goal, it's okay, how do I maintain this goal? And then how do I get to the next level? So I think the challenge is one maintaining and then the next one is getting to the next goal. So like recently I hit like my highest month and it's okay, that was fun. And then it's, I have to do it again. <laughs> and then once I do it again a couple of times, then I got to figure out how do I get past that goal without burning out because that's my biggest thing. I'm really big on energy and definitely don't want to burn out because I'm very much, if my body is telling me to Netflix and binge, I'm going to Netflix and binge because <laughs> clearly I'm exhausted and I need to do nothing but lay in my bed and watch TV. And which is one of my favorite things to do, but I usually don't do it when I know I have things to get done. But if I'm to the point where I'm feeling exhausted, it's like, okay, I have to do this because I need to get my energy back. And for that, it's like a scary thing to say, well, in order to get to the next level, you have to do more or show up more or something like that. And it's like, how do I do this without burning out? So it's like a scary type of roadblock challenge. Which sounds like your outsourcing aspect or bringing on more help would be a wonderful idea. Yes, that's the goal for <laughs> this month, really. <laughs> I have two VAs now, or I had two VAs. One of them just pivoted. Well, both of them are pivoting. One of them, she pivoted because her one of her clients was bringing her on full time. And the other one is just pivoting in her business. And I'm like, oh no, I love them. So <laughs> like, now I have to bring in two VAs to replace them, plus people to help me with the actual management side of my business. Looks like you have a great month ahead of you. Yes. <laughs> We're going to look at it that way. <laughs> so what's the best advice that you have ever received? Oh, man, so much good advice. I, I don't want to be cliche, but the niching down or niching down, however you say it, is something that I think was really helpful for me when just a year ago, probably in around February, I was still kind of doing some of the VA tasks. And it was just, I offered a lot of things that I did not care to do. And I remember one of my coaches just asked, do you even enjoy doing this stuff? And it's not really, but me as a virtual assistant, it's like just things that I can do. So I think it was just really that niching now and doing what you love, like really finding your zone of genius and what actually feels good for you. Yeah. What helps with your energy level, right? Yes. <laughs> What's the best advice you've ever given? Oh, that's fun. I think a couple of things really. <laughs> so my first one is if you have a coach or coaches, it's okay to learn from them, but know what actually works for you and what doesn't because just because it worked for them does not mean it's going to work for you or it's like something that's aligned with what you want to do. Figure out what you actually can take from what the advice that they're giving you and you're learning from them. And then my second one is to really be your most authentic self. Like we started our own businesses to be able to do what we want and feeling like you have to show up in a certain way or do things like everyone else is doing it is not always true. So really just stay true to yourself and have fun what you're doing. 
Awesome. Thanks. So is there anything that you'd like to share that I haven't asked you yet? Let's see. So many things. Uh, <laughs> uh, I always love talking about what to do before you get started on Pinterest. And that's like the key thing to remember that when you're getting started, you are going to be a little overwhelmed, but that's okay. And that's why I love helping my clients and are my an hour because I call it hour for me and my clients. <laughs> the, my <laughs> Pinterest VIB day, which is like the perfect way to learn how to use Pinterest on and off the platform and really focusing on what you need to do before you even start marketing on the Pinterest. So I think it's just important for if you are out there and you're getting ready to start marketing on Pinterest, figure out all the things that you need to do to prepare yourself so that you are not overwhelmed when you're getting started and you're feeling like Pinterest is not working for you because you just really got to focus and learn how to make it work for you. Awesome. I like that. Well, thank you, Presh, for joining us today. Where can people go to find out more about you and what you do? Yes, let's see. My favorite platform to hang out on is Instagram because I get to show up there and show off my shenanigans, my Pinterest shenanigans, as I like to call them. So if you would love to follow me over there, you can find me at Press Rogers. She will probably put these in the show notes to make it easier for you. And of course, if you are looking to get started on Pinterest, I also have a really great free opt-in for my how to get started on Pinterest in one week email challenge. And I will make sure she gets the link to that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we'll touch base soon. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review. And I'll catch you on the next episode.